Welcome to SBCA's Lumber Connection Podcast, where we discuss today's market and explore tomorrow's trends. Here's our host, Molly Butts. Hello and welcome back to Lumber Connection. It's the week of April 10th, 2023, and I'm back in the studio with my regular experts, Justin Binning and Ken Timmons. Both Justin and Ken are a part of American International Forest Products, or AIFP. Welcome back to the podcast, gentlemen. Thanks, Molly. Hey, Molly. How are you? I'm very good. I'm very good. I hope you both enjoyed your short break, short, from our biweekly recording, but I wanted to thank you so much for lending us Jeff Hoggard and Ben Rist for the last episode. And I think we'll probably just start where we always start. You guys are old hat at this. So just let us know what the lumber markets look like for the last couple of weeks. Well, I'll tell you, the weather looked phenomenal in Arizona, <laughs> much better than <laughs> in Oregon. We, I was looking at the uh, weather map, that uh, was it yesterday, I guess, throughout the U.S. and the highs. And weather's obviously getting better in the south, which is good. But anyways, everywhere was nice except this little northwest corner, which is where we live. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, uh, but uh, no, we're ready for uh, for spring. It feels like a lot of folks across the U.S. are starting to enjoy that. And hopefully the business follows suit with it. Uh, but we're certainly ready for it here in the Northwest. So I guess with that said, you'd think with some better weather, we'd maybe see a little uptick in purchasing. But we really haven't. It's been kind of, there's certainly been a, it feels like just a lack of urgency in the market overall in terms of uh, folks entering the market, purchasing any substantial amount of lumber. And that really obviously has been the trend, which feels like about a year now. Uh, just this kind of just-in-time mentality, purchasing just what they need, keeping inventories relatively moderate on the yards. With that said, business seems still pretty good, but really the overall balance of supply and demand also feels very in line with one another. So what we see, what does that create in the lumber market? It creates a static pricing structure and not a lot of movement. And that's really what where we've kind of settled in. Pine over the last few weeks had a run-up heading on the item, more so in 2 by 12 due to the lack of the larger logs due to weather constraints in the south. That's been kind of the the, you know, the one standout item in terms of upward pr- pressure, but that feels like as we kind of get into the nicer weather settling in, that will probably ease off. But right now, really across the spectrum, pricing is pretty... Blah. I mean, it's pretty just kind of a flat trading market. And I think as we kind of move forward, I would think we there's a potential we could see a burst and there's also a potential we just kind of keep the status quo. And I'm kind of thinking we're probably going to hang out in the same type of trading environment that we have been. Production remains strong. I don't see any mills curtailing or see any, there's no seasonal downtime, not until we get into kind of the dog days of summer. So I just, I feel like we're settling into our new normal in terms of the lumber market. The grind, I'd say is the best word, at least from our desk in terms of selling product, right? There's a lot of product available and there's a lot of people selling it. And so all that, there's still orders out there every day though, too. You got to just put in the time and effort, stress and all that and manage your inventories a little bit differently and tack the market a little bit differently, pick your points. And that's what we've been doing and bringing value to our customers. So, but yeah, nothing easy out there. What it feels like to me. I agree with it. I mean, the way Justin said that is spot on. I think, uh, 
the market being blah is a technical term. I think I read okay. that print last week. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of I, I'm out of the West. I'm seeing a lot of the same things Justin's seen in the South. While he was in Arizona catching the tan, I was driving through the snow in the mountain state visiting customers, which is okay because that's where I like to be. And I saw quite a few people over the last few weeks. Everyone's reported a similar story. Low activity due to weather mostly. Been expecting a spring pop, a boom or market or however you want to call it. Low demand exposing itself once weather gets better. And like Justin said, in the West, we're really not quite there to the better yet weather, but it's coming. I am seeing a touch more activity, a little bit more buying this week than there was last month or so, let's say. There's a few interesting phenomenon going on in my market set I want to bring up. Dry cordstock, particularly one and better, has been selling throughout the West in place of green number one and green number two even. Very affordable product right now. That product is trending upward in price, but still affordable in a lot of different markets. Anyone who buys green or dry, number two, number one, MSR, select truck, any of that, call me right now, email me today. Just kidding. But there's no. definitely creative solutions to save you money and get you a better product. I mean, I don't know a lot of people that don't take a free upgrade to the top shelf margarita. No, I like well. It's like, well, we can get you a top shelf for the same price as well, which is cool. Um, and a lot of people are taking advantage of that. So that's something that's interesting going on. Tolco did curtail a shift at one of their stud mills, the Armstrong mill earlier in the week. Very unemotional response thus far in the market in those stud products that that mill makes, but certainly will be felt more when the markets kind of wake up a little bit more with increased activity with the weather. Well, other than that, Justin's completely correct. It's kind of a slower grind. There is business out there. It's just feels less excited in the marketplace. I think people are well, there's so much we've talked about this. I was here for a while, but there's so many other economic factors looming around our industry that just people are just unsure. But they, the builders are unsure. And so just the, all those factors just kind of surrounding us, not only just interest rates, inflation, oil, gas prices, I mean, the list goes on, but those rightfully so, those are on the minds, the forefront of people's minds and how they approach business and manage their business. And so I think what, how you're seeing the lumber market react to those things and be a part of those things is kind of what you should expect. Well, and I'm, this is probably a weird detail, but from where Justin and I sit and record this podcast, without moving from our chairs, we can see the lumber stack of a trust plant through the windows of our conference room right now. I won't say which one it is, but where there's typically lumber stacked up where you can't see the rest of the yard. I can see all the way back to the back fence right now. And they're running two shifts a day. You can hear the music when we come park our cars in the morning. Hmm. Still busy, but I think a lot of guys are in that similar pattern. There's just less inventory in the yard, but still keeping the foot on the gas as best they can. It'll be interesting in two weeks when we record our next one. Molly, remind me to bring up with the inventory across the street. Sure, I can do that. I know you guys are, obviously we're talking generally since we're talking to our entire market across the entire set of states. But I'm curious because obviously I have opportunities to talk with component manufacturers pretty regularly also. And I've talked with a few that are saying similar. Things are slowed down. The foot isn't quite as far down on the gas pedal as it normally would be. And I've talked to a few others where they're literally having a hard time keeping up right now. They're so busy. Do you also feel like it's very regionalized with regard to who is buying and who isn't? Yes, absolutely. 
we always say Texas is the main beast, right? The main consumer of product, um, whether that's multifamily, single family, same can be said with the state of Florida, right? Two standouts, hard to get anything going in, in California, but anyways, and now to say, actually, California has been pretty good with building at, for the most part. Yeah. Um, but it is working out. Yes. But uh, so yes, now, obviously if you're in the Midwest right now or the Northeast, those typically quieter, right? Just from a seasonal standpoint. So yes, without a doubt, you have pockets and you have places where people are investing, whether that's big business corporations in certain parts of the country that are building that infrastructure and building housing around those things. So you're going to have these pockets where it is busy or busier than another place. But I also think that's in relation to, again, just kind of this daily transaction that we see happening on a, like even on a per order count basis per day, it feels really s- slower to us, right? Or yeah. just this feeling, but then you look up and yeah. actually sold a hundred right, and 10 today or, but it just feels, doesn't feel like it, yeah. but the orders are out there. They're more spread out. And I feel like when we talk our industry segments in terms of buying, you have different ones kind of coming in each day, taking part versus this full-fledged segmental buy throughout the industry that's happening in chunks, right? And that's when you get bigger scale moves in terms of pricing when you see those types of things happening. But when it's one or two segments coming in kind of throughout the day or different days, it's just kind of enough to keep things afloat. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that gives us a picture of where we've been. I guess the next question is, of course, where we're going. And you've sort of started alluding to where you think that might be. But if you could just give our listeners a little bit of a, especially for component manufacturers, what can they be looking for in the next couple of weeks? Where where should they be feeling things out? I think in terms of in the South, I think that product availability will remain, uh, I think product's going to remain available. I don't think that most folks are going to have an issue sourcing the products they need. There are some particular items out there, whether in the stress grades in particular, again, the wide, definitely a tougher one to, to get your hand hands on, whether that's, and I'm typically saying eight inch and wider. So eight inch, 10 inch, 12 inch, still tricky, still can be difficult, still very bringing up pretty big premium in comparison to like a number two or a number one grade. But outside of that, everything is feels attainable. And I don't think that you're going to see any sort of runaway in pricing by any means. I just think that don't see prices running away anytime soon. I just, I don't see it. I'm not feeling it with the same thing. I don't think the market is on soft footing and it's going to give up a whole bunch either. So I just think it, yeah, but I, and I look at these prices again from a historical standpoint or whatever. There's good deals. Like the price of lumber is affordable. I would say it's a good value. And I wouldn't be, there's nothing to be afraid of when you're buying your lumber right now. Same thing. Yeah. I think I'm totally with JB on the price. I think any reason for it to go running away from us, I don't see any reason for it to go dropping. It is very cheap right now. I think the story as weather clears up is just going to be available. I can see mills establishing a three to four week order file, maybe something. Specialty products, some of the MSR grades that are a little tougher, wides. I can see those tightening up in availability and ship week. 
but I don't really see a reason for the price to go running away from us. So okay. I think that's really well said. Well, yeah. And when we talked on a, on a side note about two by eight, right. And you brought up yeah. some good in terms of two by eight production and two by two by eight availability versus usage. Right. And we're making less two by eight. And that's a, that's another great point to be had. We've certainly seen a lot less two by eight in the market, both from a production standpoint and from a takeaway standpoint, right? There's less people looking for it and there's less being produced. But when you are looking for it or you do need it, it does seem like it's a tougher item to source. Okay. All right. Well, as we near the close of this episode, I guess the last thing is what words of advice do you have for our component manufacturers as they head off into the wild? I would just say, I know we always say, look forward, communicate this and that. I would just say there's a lot of reason right now, especially in my Western states, as weather is set to get better, I would say really take a look 45, 60 days out, see what you have on the books in terms of orders and just be realistic of if you can afford to run out of wood or if you need to load up a little bit. It's not the classic, I need to buy it now because the price is going up, but I do think availability is going to tighten as weather gets better. So just be prepared. Uh, take advantage of deals as they pop up. I see little downside risk at these levels. And to Ken's point, there's obviously some some definite potential upside. When we look at yards, whether it's across the street or again, it's just kind of the industry as a whole right now, there's not a lot of lumber for the most part on people's yard. Quality business that they do get, it's this, they've got to get it and they got to get in and get it. And I will say that that trucking, we didn't talk about transportation really, but we're seeing trucking tighten up in certain spots. We're seeing a lack of, or we've drained our strategic supply of, of oil and we've got partners that we depend on that are cutting oil production again. So if you think gas prices are getting cheaper anytime soon, they're not. So I expect fuel prices to probably rise again. And I think we're going to see more stress on transportation. And we're starting to see that in several spots throughout the South. I can't speak to the West Coast or the I-5 corridor, but we are seeing an increase in rate hikes and transportation. So little downside risk for spring. So if you're rolling the dice, again, probably not a bad time to, to buy a little bit of lumber. All right. Solid words. And we'll see how the next couple of weeks go. I think with that wraps up our episode for this week. Justin, Ken, thank you so much for your continued expertise and enthusiasm. As always, I've enjoyed our time together. I'll be a brief and I look forward to the next installment of Lumber Connection. Thanks, Paul. See you, Molly. Thanks, guys. This has been a Lumber Connection podcast by SBCA. If you have a question you'd like a guest to answer on a future podcast, send it to podcast at sbcacomponents.com.